I really gotta be the asshole that says we got in this thing and went back in time? It must be some kind of hot tub time machine. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Even though my skin was dying, I saved it. I was hoping I would wake up and like be able to like crawl on walls, but right, that, shoot spider webs out of your wrist. That did not happen either. So darn. What do you? Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm glad you. I thought okay. we were gonna actually be able to take a break from this fucking podcast. <laughs> That's no excuses. One day I hear music coming from the beach, but I cannot pinpoint where. All of a sudden, a man with a saxophone is playing with a crazy white man dancing his legs below the guitar. It is a Dave Matthews. <laughs> I am traveling through time with the Dave Matthews band. <laughs> In 2028, the world you know will disappear. You might ask me how I know that. And how well, I have I... been smoking a lot of weed in Denver with Chrissy Hodley. <laughs> the next episode of the commercial break starts now. Oh yeah, cats and kittens, gloves and mittens. Welcome back to the commercial break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and co-host Kristen Joy Holy. Best to you, Chris. And best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this, the commercial break. It's not for everyone, but fact, news, or fiction is guaranteed in 15 seconds or less, so you got that going for you. Go to the TCBpodcast.com website to collect your earnings. The craziest thing was, not but two weeks ago, we were talking about the gift that keeps on giving being the spider webs around my house. Yes, yes, and the I remember spiders that. must have been listening because I got my re- they got their revenge on me. Oh, Two. what did they do? Well, I mean, you know this because a week ago we're in here recording and we're like, I don't know, like 30 minutes into an episode and I'm. I'm like staring at my leg. It's itching so yes, bad. It's that's hurting. Right. It's itching. And I'm staring at my leg and I'm realizing that I have a black spot on top of a bug bite. And I like I just wrap up the recording real quick. I'm like, oh, I guess that's all we can do for today. Got like, I don't. Yeah. And you were like, I've got to go to the hospital. And I'm like, I got to go <laughs> I was to the like, hospital. What? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> well, I, I, I had this. I got this bite. It was itching yeah. in the morning in the shower. And then throughout the evening, it's like a day before we were recording through the evening. I didn't really notice it, but then when I got in the nighttime shower, because I take two showers, one where I wash my legs and one where I don't, and um, (laughs) which caused quite a stir out there in our podcast audience. So I, I, when I get in the shower the second for the second shower of the day, it is really itching. It's on fire. Like I, I I can't stop itching it. Oh no! And so then I put some cortisone cream on it. I realize that now it's raised and it's red and it's hard and it's probably like the size of like I don't know like a quarter. Yeah, quarter. Actually, it's getting bigger. And I'm like, wow, that's really weird. I wonder what I got bit by. It's not mosquito season around here. So it must have been, I got a pool and I'm out in the pool deck. You know, there's all kind of creepy fucking crawly things back there. Yes, there are. Every time I go into that pool shed, I bang on the wall before I walk in. I'm like, boom, boom. <laughs> right. Please leave. <laughs> right. Please don't come A little me. agreement with the bugs yeah, in there. Mainly the snakes is what I'm worried about. I'm like, if you guys could leave, I'll, I'll enter and then I'll, I'll be, you can yeah, go back to doing whatever. You can go back you in. Can. Just don't bother me. Don't sneak up on me. So no shit, I'm sitting here while we're recording, and I see that the bug bite is not only raised red, painful, and itchy, but there is a black spot on top of it. I saw that, yeah. Which is necrosis. It means your skin's dying, right? Well. And I, I was like. <laughs> that might be exaggerating a little bit. Well, that's what it was. It was? Yeah, that's what it was. I went to. The, I ended up going to the emergency room. Okay. 
You left. You went out of town. You don't care about me. So you left. <laughs> I checked on you. You left to go eat your gummy bears in Denver. You did. You checked, checked on me. You. you were like, zaba daba dee And I was like, okay. With some random meme. I was like, well, she's high. <laughs> well, I was in Colorado. Yeah. You sent me the funniest when text message. When in Colorado. When in Colorado. Uh, text in a... Why can't I say this The opposite of eloquently. Yeah. In eloquently. Illegible. Oh, illegible. You're Ele- going for that. I was going <laughs> for eloquent. Where did my brain go? It was like, ah, la, la, la. Illegible information. You were like, ah, Zaboo. And I was like, yeah, great. They just texted me like a Spider-Man. And I was like, what is going on there? So I go. I end up going to the emergency room that night because the doc. I called the doctor. They called me back. They said, oh, yeah, you got to go. Like, yes. you don't want that turn into anything. So doctor walks in. First thing he says is, what's going on? And I said, a spider bite. And he goes, ah, oh, the spiders always get a bad rap. It's always a spider bite. You know, it's always a <laughs> spider bite but it's never it was hardly ever a spider bite let's take a look right right he's like it's probably a bee or something you got something and he's he's like oh yeah that that's a spider bite. that's definitely no it looked like it when i was googling yeah yeah before you went and to the hospital so he goes yeah this looks like probably of the recluse family Ooh, but i don't brown think, recluse yeah he's like I, I think it's a baby or it didn't get you because you, luckily it's not bad like he's i've seen worse and he's like but you got a little bit of necrosis on top of there he's like so let's go ahead and you know, shoot, dope you up with. Now listen to this, Chris. <laughs> this, you don't feel bad already about you know your your argument with the spider in the middle of the night, like thinking about where it actually came from. Right, could have came did from the pool happen? house. Yeah, could have came from my bed. Could have. Could have been like when I was sleeping. I hate like that thing because when you get in bed too and you feel an itch, you don't know what's going. Yeah, on. Yeah, you're like, and then I'm always like, oh, then I'm like, oh, that's a crumb. Yeah, it's a crumb. <laughs> it's, I shouldn't be eating in bed. I never eat in bed. It's my fucking children. God damn it. So I'm like, oh, really? And he's like, oh, yeah, this has got all the telltale signs. He's like, unless we caught it, we don't know. He's like, I'm just telling you, I have a lot of experience because in Georgia, we got a ton of these. Yeah, the and brown he's like, recluse. He's like, but I've seen much worse. And he's like, after 24 hours, if it's not really, really bad, you're not in dangerous shape. But we do have to give you some medicines to take care of. We've got to stave off any infection. And I was like, okay. So he gives me this cream. And he's like, yeah, this cream is called like Nefectin or something. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Whatever the fuck that is. He's like, I'm also going to give you an oral medication that has a similar name because it's just the ingestible, digestible version, right? Yes. So you're going to take what you're going to put one on your leg. You're going to swallow the other one. Double teaming. Yeah. And he's like, you know, uh, let me send it to the pharmacy. Sometimes they don't always have this stuff. And I'm like, why is that? And he's like, well, it's usually it's reserved for lepers. <laughs> Leprosy. <laughs> Leprosy. <laughs> And I'm like, oh. leprosy? Oh. This is central control. Uh, I, uh, I was like, well, okay. Yeah, whatever <laughs> you think, Doc. To the CBS, <laughs> and the guy's like, wow, we don't give this shit out much. <laughs> he's staying yeah. like, really far away he, from he's you. He's got like one of those little grabbers. The, the, yeah, the yeah. grabber. <laughs> two masks on. It's like, would you mind coming through the drive-thru? Yeah, exactly. Is that okay with you? <laughs> I'll just toss it to you. I know. So, I, uh, yeah, so the spiders got their revenge. They I'm, did. I'm fine now. Everything's fine. Okay, it went away good. after a couple days. Yeah, and the little black spot never got bigger. So even though my skin was dying, I saved it. I was hoping I would wake up and like be able to like crawl on walls. but Right, that, shoot spider webs out of your wrist. That did not happen either. So Darn. What are you, well, you going to do? <laughs> I'm glad you I thought we okay. were going to actually be able to take a break from this fucking podcast. <laughs> no excuses. No excuses. I'm putting in whatever. I'm dying of a spider bite. I can't a... record. Yeah. Okay. By the way, I had to move some meetings and I'm like, I got bit by a spider. And people are like, yeah, great, dude. <laughs> Is that the Irish spider you were bitten by? Right. <laughs> so fucking stupid. That is the worst excuse to miss a meeting. I got bit by it's a spider. It's the truth, bite. though. Yeah, it's. 
only the truth could sound that stupid. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like usually you make up something ambiguous and very broad so that they well, can't COVID's pin you down. COVID's a big broad one now. Yeah. Okay. You can say COVID. I got COVID. I'll be down, <laughs> be down for four to seven weeks. I'm reading about these people with the long COVID. And it's yeah, just, it's a thing. It's uh, it's really crazy. I mean, when you have long COVID, apparently it's it's bad. Like you just lay around and you hurt. Very fatigued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's when you learn to crochet, like what you and I were talking about earlier in that's the car. That's right. The kids are starting to crochet. Yeah. Well, that's I was out for parents' weekend in uh, Colorado. Yeah. This this, uh, this weekend and. My stepdaughter, who is just lovely, she is one of my favorite people. Lovely person, so sweet and amazing at crochet. She is a she's a college student and loves crocheting. She's got her own Instagram account. It's amazing. She's tried to teach me a couple times, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) you don't have the high hand eye coordination for that. (laughs) But this is not an unusual apparent. This is not like a one off that your stepdaughter has crocheted because there are. This is a very popular thing to do now yes. with the younger set. It's amazing what she can make, too. She makes dresses and shirts and bags. Tell and her to make us something. I will. Yeah. And I did want to bring up something else as well, because we did see um, her cousin, Henry, who is a big, long-time oh, supporter yeah. of the commercial break. Oh, what's up, break. Henry? Yeah, I yeah. do remember Henry. What's up, Henry? Yeah. And he said, if we ever need anybody, he's moving to New York. Okay. And he said, if we ever need a guest correspondent, he would be happy. He would have to get, would he go into to, like some of these crazy conferences and stuff like that? Yeah, and I mean, he would do questions? whatever. Okay. Like man on the street stuff yeah. up in New York, guest, I, I told him we need help with, the, tell him the, pay with scale, the young people. Pay, pay scale is... <laughs> I said, we need to know about the metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> Be Did you tell them the pay scale is like Indian sweatshop type yeah, of pay we scale? Didn't talk okay, pay. Just, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I was telling my wife, I'm like, in this next fucking contract, well, I mean, contract, like we're talking to Spotify or something. I go, in this next, whatever contract, we, if we ever get into one of those contracts, yeah. I'm going to put in the contract a limit on how many episodes we put out per year. Because it's just ridiculous how many episodes we put out. We're churning and burning. But it, we're, we never stop making these episodes. I'm never out of the studio editing. But here's the crazy thing. So we asked the question just like maybe five weeks ago, how could it possibly be that anybody could have kept up with all of these episodes? Yeah. And so far, we've gotten like seven responses. I'm up to date. Like, I know. I listened. I, I'm, I'm on top of it. Which just surprises me how you could listen to our in, incessant voices for three hours of fucking. <laughs> I'm week. amazed every week. Yeah, I'm like, who's listening to Brian? And I laugh at each other. My wife makes up doctor's appointments <laughs> to get away from me. She's like, "We gotta take the kids to the doctor, honey." <laughs> just be back. Just like you go to the grocery store. <laughs> I go to the grocery store. She goes to the doctor, but she takes the kids. Like when you're volunteering to spend more time with the children alone, you know that I must be extremely boring. <laughs> But, you know, welcome to the commercial break. It's yeah. not for everyone. Well, we did get a very sweet message from our dear friend, Roxanne Reagan. Okay, I hate reading reviews, but we'll read. The, do you have the one? Yeah, do you have I it? Do. Why don't you pull it on up there? Roxanne's a, a longtime fan of ours. and She um, really is. I don't want to be that morning show. Like, I know some podcasts do this, but then you get into that like that morning show territory. Hey, it's me, Julie, from Virginia. <laughs> I love listening to the first show in the morning. <laughs> Well, we are the zoo crew. Everybody is working for the weekend. It's me, Rock and Ride Green, and I'm here to tell you that I love your show. Which, by the way, is exactly what this show sounds like anyway. Without any help. Loud, obnoxious. I hate it. I know. Okay, go ahead. Okay, hi, hi, Brian and Chrissy. Exclamation point. This is Roxanne Reagan. Still love the podcast love and you. have listened to all episodes. Unbelievable. Always look forward to the new ones coming out. 
Well, good for her. Not sure how much merchandise y'all have for TCB yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> we did have some. And we tried to give merchandise did, away for yeah, free. Yeah, nobody would take it. They, people wouldn't even give us their address. <laughs> like, I'm not going to have those goofballs show up in my front door. <laughs> but as I was listening to that latest show on Frankie B today, I just had a random thought about you considering Frankie B inspired merch. That would be an idea. You know, something along the lines of, look at my body. <laughs> and she's a party girl. Look out for the party girl. Girls. Love the show and mostly your secret sauce, which will always be your long-standing friendship. You know, each, you each know where the bodies are buried. Yes, <laughs> and we, we do. can't wait to hear about it. You <laughs> <laughs> won't hear about all of it, but you know, we give you. We reveal enough. more and more. Each, yeah, well, I think that's like the nature of this show too. Is that as the further we go along, the more we have to talk, the more we have to reveal because we're running out of fucking things to talk about. <laughs> I talk to you more than I talk to my wife. And by the way, we did like we did. We had this brilliant idea. So there's probably so many new listeners since this happened, but we had this brilliant, I thought brilliant idea. Brian thought brilliant idea. No one else did. <laughs> Which was, let's make some stickers, like collectible type stickers, like you know, yes. in the shape of a guitar pick or one you would put on the back of your car or like one in the, in the silhouette of Frankie B or whatever. Let's make these stickers. Let's put a the number on the back of, of Frankie, Frankie B. B. Ah! I don't think that was a choice. <laughs> we, I, we actually <laughs> thought about that, Astrid and I did. That's uh, really funny. But then we would have these stickers, and all people had to do was one of three things. They had to write a review and send us a screenshot. They had to purchase something from one of our sponsors, send us a screenshot. Or they just had to write in yeah, and... a, a message, like just say hello and and do nothing. Send us a screenshot. Like do nothing. Like yeah. You don't have to do anything. We made, for, for <laughs> series number one, we made 500 of those fucking stickers, and I still have 498 <laughs> of them sticking <laughs> I fucking think. We I got, think they littered the Mempho stages last year. We gave, we, we threw a bunch of them out there, and people just they leave. You know, I love my TCB T-shirt, by the way. Oh, I've TCB worn T-shirts. It, also. I've worn it too. There's a little hole in it now. Oh, you have. Mm-hmm. Well, it talks about the quality of the TCB <laughs> merchandise. <laughs> We're doing a great job. I think I wore it so much. Yeah, but yeah. We only, we only the finest We're, right here, Christy. <laughs> We're not going with Gucci shirts. So. <laughs> no. Gucci shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I read about uh, they broke up a big there was a boutique studio in New York a boutique clothing studio mm-hmm. in New York and they busted it and they, they busted the lady had 165 million dollars worth of fake fake apparel from places like Gucci and Prada mm-hmm. and all this stuff and what she was selling was and she was kind of smart about this what she sold was not like the purses Right, where it can be sometimes obvious that there's a different knockoff. But she would sell like you know, it's it's very popular for some of these high end brands. They're putting out street clothing now, like a hoodie with a Prada logo on it, like embroidered in there, or it's like silk screened onto it. It's not any it's not any different than the t shirts that you and I wear to go to bed. Yes, the only difference is is the name that's on it, Uh and people are paying tens of thousands of dollars for these shirts. Of course, yeah, just sprinkle it in to the mix of the real stuff. She didn't even bother. She just was silk screening the, the you know, the the logos on there, and she was selling this as legit. And it was so hard to determine the difference because what is the difference? There yeah. is no difference. Yeah, it's a t-shirt. People are paying for a name. There's a whole movie about this about how you know this luxury brand and how it's come to prominence since the whatever since the 60s or 70s or whenever it was, and how mm-hmm. some of these brands have really capitalized on that. And how they do it and how they make a luxury brand seem luxurious. Even It's like the whole wine thing. 
Yeah. Is a $10 bottle of wine really different than a $100 bottle of wine? Is it any different than a $1,000 bottle of wine? Mm-hmm. So I talked to a sommelier recently about this because he's one of the few, you know, sommelier, like that. You, 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 yeah, they know what they're talking about. They don't talk about There's like, you know, 600 of them at any given time on earth. Right. Real sommeliers that have taken the test and done the thing. What if it was a fake sommelier? You Could have been a fake to? sommelier. I have no idea. I didn't check his badge. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, you, anyone can say yeah. they're one, right? Yeah, that's right. He could have been a testicle sommelier and I would have known the difference. Could have been dipping his balls in the wine and I don't know. So I say, hey, listen, be honest with me. What's the difference between a $100 bottle of wine and a $10,000 bottle of wine? And he said, at some point, there is no difference. Yes. He goes, there is a difference between a bad bottle of wine and a good bottle of wine. Yes. And usually the good bottle of wines get identified by people like me or other connoisseurs of wine. Like, this is a really good wine. We should, you know, there should be... We should recommend it. Yeah, we should recommend it. And maybe they should put a limit on it. You know, there's like a whole process. But it's so subjective, just like art and all this other stuff. It's so fucking subjective that you never really know what you're paying for. I one time, True. One of, Astrid and I went out to dinner one time with a friend who was celebrating our engagement. Guy came in, very very well-to-do guy. He's done very well for himself. We'll give his way his name. I know who you're You know who about. I'm talking yes. about, right? <laughs> and the, we go to this restaurant here in this little town that we live, this little township near our house, uh, city center. We go there. We go to the nicest restaurant in this, which is a very nice restaurant, Steakhouse. We go there. We're looking at the wine list. Hey, you going to have a glass of wine? Sure, I'll have a glass of wine. You going to have a glass of wine? Astrid said, sure, I'll have a glass of wine. He looks at the wine list, and he instantaneously picks the Screaming Eagle bottle oh. of wine. The Screaming Eagle bottle of wine, $15,000, I think, was the price tag Jeez. on this bad boy. Fifteen fucking thousand dollars on this bottle of wine. You would have thought that King fucking Arthur himself had walked in the door and picked up that bottle of wine. As it was moving <laughs> through the restaurant, people were like, it's a very crowded restaurant. People were making way. Uh, waiters were like behind the waiter who was carrying the <laughs> bottle of wine. You know, there was like two people under it with a pillow. Don't drop it. Don't, yeah, drop, don't it. drop it. Don't drop it. But people recognized what was going on. It became very exciting in the restaurant. We were all of a sudden the center Plus, the of restaurant attention. just made a $15,000 sale. Fucking A right, dude. <laughs> a bunch of dumbasses that have no idea. I could have bought a whatever, a Boone's Farm, and it probably would have tasted the same. So he brings over this incredibly elaborate decanter. It's got to go, you know, around oh. the hose, through the nose, up and down, sideways. It's like a roller coaster for, for wine, right? Yes, so it aerates gonna, it. Aerates it. <laughs> whatever. So Nico and Blue <laughs> So the guy opens the bottle of wine and he pours it in into this decanter. As he's pouring it into the decanter, he is uh, the guy that we're with is like, just pour the glasses. Go ahead and pour the yeah. glass. Like we don't need to sit to let this thing sit for hours. He's like not buying the bullshit either, even though he's the one paying the fifteen fucking thousand dollars for the wine. He doesn't want the presentation. He wants the wine. So the guy pours the glasses real quick and then he sits it down and the rest of the wine is working its way through the decanter. What I realized after about two minutes is that there is a small pool of wine that is collecting on (laughs) my napkin that is sitting next to the decanter. The wine is leaking out of the decanter, like $100 a drop, right? And I'm like, "Uh, uh, hey, hey, uh, we should probably get the waiter there. And the guy that took us to dinner is like, ah, yeah, yeah, just put a glass under it or something. And I couldn't get the glass under it. So I'm like waving to the waiter and I'm like, hey, you know, this wine is pouring all over the place. This guy is freaking out. You you would have thought, oh, yeah. yeah, you would have thought a plane dropped out of the sky. I mean, <laughs> immediately there's an emergency meeting, and then hundreds of people are around us, and they're all sopping this up, and they're squeezing out the napkin into the decanter, <laughs> and the one guy's licking the table, and he's like, We're, we'll, we'll put a 10% discount on it, sir, and you know, everyone's like, whatever, because of shit. 
It's a fucking <laughs> bottle of wine. I gotta yeah. be honest about that $15,000 bottle of wine. While it was very interesting to have the whole commotion around it, I am not sure for one second, one second, that it tasted any different than anything I have ever tasted before as far as good wines are concerned. Right, good wines. There wasn't a difference. It didn't taste any different to me. Mm -hmm. I didn't go, oh my God, this is the best bottle of wine I've ever had, even though it's clearly the most expensive. Yes. Because there was no difference. (laughs) And so, you know, going back to it, it's all very subjective. Yeah, and everybody's palate is different. And uh, that's the way it works in the luxury item world. Yeah, my palate likes cream and cereal. So... I don't know that I'm the best. Heavy cream. Heavy cream. Not even light cream. Heavy cream. Oh, that's the good stuff. (laughs) All right, I'm going to tell you a story, Chrissy. Okay. I'm going to tell you a story, and I want you to tell me whether or not you think what you think of this story. Are you ready? Um, I think so. In a matter of forty-four, in a matter of two weeks, forty-four-year-old Andrew Carlson turned an eight hundred-dollar profit into three hundred and fifty million dollars with one hundred and twenty-six consecutive trades in the U.S. stock market. Despite the high risk of each trade, Carlson's investments produced a winner every single time. He quickly caught the attention the attention of the federal investigators at the SEC, who were sure that his successes could only point to one thing: insider trading. Mm-hmm. During questioning, investigators got an explanation they had never expected. During a four-hour confession that was videotaped, Carlson stated that he had traveled back in time from 250 years in the what? future. Bringing knowledge of, uh, of which stocks were going to set through That's the like roof. That's like the Back to the Future Part 2. Yeah. Uh, they do, he did. The one where they predicted Trump was going to be the president. <laughs> <laughs> which actually happened. <laughs> In his videotaped confession, Carlson said, it was just too tempting to resist. I planned to make it look natural by losing a little here and losing a little there, but I got caught up in the moment and decided to execute all the trades as I knew they were going to happen. Wow. Authorities were convinced he was lying, branding him a lunatic and or a pathological liar. However, they couldn't account for where Carlson got his information from. An SEC source said, if the company's stock rose due to a merger or technological breakthrough... That was supposed to be a secret. However, Mr. Carlson knew nothing about this in advance that we could tell. The SEC also admitted they couldn't find any record of Andrew Carlson's existence before December 2002. What? This is amazing. I love this news. Vying for Time me. travel oh, time is travel. possible. Okay, hold on. Got to get in those wormholes. Snake in. And how do you do that? Ayahuasca, I, I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the noodle dance at a panic concert. Yes. If you twirl That's hard right. enough. Dave Matthews at the end of Bartender. <laughs> Bartender, please. <laughs> Where am I, man? It's 1996. You're at a DMB concert. <laughs> Look out for the fire dancers. Yeah, if you twirl hard enough. If you twirl hard enough, you'll uh, you'll end up at 250 years in the future. <laughs> Vying for leniency, Carlson said he'd be willing to divulge the cure for AIDS and the location of Osama bin Laden. Now, this is back a number of years ago, before bin Laden was caught. He also said that uh, he was to return to his time craft and go back to his own time, though he refused to reveal the location of that craft for fear that it would fall into the wrong I mean, hands. he was Doctor Who. This was Doctor Who, this exactly. This was actual Doctor Who. Uh, so listen to this. He's vanished now. He's gone back. He post, uh, the judge gave him a $1 million bail 
He sat in jail for a number of weeks, and then one day, through a lawyer, someone put up the bail, the $1 million bail, in cash. Law enforcement was unable to trace where this cash came from. However, they had no choice but to let Carlson out of jail. He was never found again. Whoa. Never. This, I love this story. story. I love it. I love it so much because, I mean, I grew up watching Doctor Who, so I just want it to be true. I just really want it to be true. So you, you really want it to be true? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's ah. a fake story that was put out. But this is a – but I have found a number of – I'm bringing this story up because I want to talk about time travel. Okay. Right? And this is kind of the most interesting, I think, urban legend. I mean, there's another one about a guy who died in 1956. He was hit by a car in the middle of Times Square. And when he got hit by that car, he was supposedly looking confused and in dress from 100 years earlier. They found crisp, clean bills from the time period, as well as an identification card that identified him as a man who had lived 100 years earlier, but disappeared. Mm. Before he stepped out into traffic, he had no idea what was going on. He was like, what are all these cars? Where am I? He had just like dropped in. He had dropped in. From the wormhole. From the wormhole. From the Dave Matthews concert. Yes. In 1883. (laughs) And when he got hit by the car, right before he got hit by the car, he was asking, where is whatever it is, 33 Park Avenue? That's where I live. Well, when... Uh, authorities looked at 33 Park Avenue, whatever the address is. I don't remember the exact address. They, it, had, it had been like a, a sewing house for 75 years. No house had existed there in any postal record ever. But there were pictures from a period of time when there were houses on that block, mm-hmm. like actual homes on that block. But it had been a building for 75 years. And no one could remember this guy, his name, family's name, whatever. They eventually found a family member of a family member. You said, like, oh, yeah, that's, old, that's uncle. Yeah, that's, that's old, crazy uncle that's Brian. That's old Uncle Dick. That's old Uncle Brian. We lost him in the great... Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's done this before. We lost him in the great bar crawl of 2021. <laughs> it hasn't been found since. He was dressed like a pilgrim. He was dressed like a hobo. It was Halloween and his mom dressed him up like a hobo. Yes. Uh, so this is another urban legend that has a lot of people out there talking about time travel. Unfortunately, both of these can be easily debunked. They were stories that were written in magazines as fictional stories, and they kind of took on a life of their own. As a matter of fact, the first story that I told was picked up by Yahoo News and other reputable news sources. So now there's lots of people out there who, despite showing them where the where the evidence lies that this came from an actual story in a book that was supposed to be fictional they still believe it they still think <laughs> that the, the problem, government the conspiracy. news stuff yeah now. that's it the problem up, you know anything they anything that that's a headline grabber. people are out of their they don't i be- want it to be true though. i want it to be true too i really want it to be true yes. and i originally heard this story on a fascinating youtube channel called wfy files and I love the guy, and what he does is he'll tell a story for like 20 minutes, and then it's either true or it's not true, and he'll tell you, he'll give you his, the, the evidence, the facts, right? Only the facts, man. But he'll weave a story, and you're like, oh my God, this is incredible, and then he lets you down, right? Ah. And he's like, but it's not true. And you're like, fuck, man. So I heard this, I don't know, five or six months ago on this show, and it made me interested in like, are there people out there that actually think that they have time traveled and are talking about it online? And of course there are. Of course. And of course they are. So I was <laughs> trolling on the internet. As I was you do. Time traveling on the internet, as <laughs> I do. 
Hey, cats and kittens, welcome to the commercial break inside the commercial break. Hit us up with your comments, questions, concerns, or content ideas at one of two places, either 661-237-8296. You can text us or leave us a voicemail there, or you can send us an email through the website. Just go to tcbpodcast.com and hit the contact us button. While you're there, you can listen to all the audio or watch all the video right from one location, tcbpodcast.com. Do us a favor, take a listen to our sponsors. And if you're ever in the market for their products or services, you could use the URLs or the specialized codes we drop inside of those ads. But you don't have to spend money to love on us. You can always leave us a review, a rating, or a comment on your favorite podcast player. Take two minutes. If you send us a screenshot, I'll send you some swag at The Commercial Break on Instagram or TikTok and youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. So after you listen to it here, go watch it on YouTube and get an extra laugh you can put in your stash. We're going to hear about those sponsors now, and then we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. I found a man who claims that he is a time traveler from the future. I want to give credit where this video is from. Apex TV. Go give them a follow. They've got some interesting stuff on there. I, but I don't know all of their stuff, so I don't know where I'm sending you. <laughs> I just like a couple of videos that I've watched. This is Carlos. And Carlos claims that he's from the future. I can't see his head. You can't see his head because it's blurred. Oh. They're protecting his identity. I'll tell you in know, my story today. I don't know if maybe his head was still in another realm. <laughs> his head is in 2622. <laughs> but his dick came back. Right. <laughs> it's like the metaverse yeah. torso. That pussy is really good in 2022 <laughs> before all the radiation. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like the torso. That's right. <laughs> but I love this guy. I just think this is too funny. Hello. After hearing my story today, you may think I'm crazy, but everything I say is true. He talks like uh, he talks like Sasha Baron Cohen in one of those movies. So <laughs> yeah. I'm already kind of disbelieving His what voice he has to is say. A little but, yeah. different. My name is Carlos. I was born and raised in Alicante, Spain, and I spent my childhood on the beach fishing with my family. Before getting in... One day, I hear music coming <laughs> from the beach, but I cannot pinpoint where. All of a sudden, a man with a saxophone is playing with a crazy white man, dancing his legs below the guitar. It is a Dave Matthews. <laughs> I am traveling through time with the Dave Matthews band. <laughs> About Endo, please! <laughs> to the story, let me first say that the world will change drastically very soon. Very soon. That's really not a stretch to yeah. to say it's that. Not, we're not saying it's not giving <laughs> anybody could go at any time yes. and say that the world is going to change drastically very soon. And it just will. It will be true, of course. Yes. Sooner than you think. Well, I think pretty soon the world's going to change. Right. I mean, I'm going to walk out this house. It's going to be different than it was an hour ago. In 2028, the world you know will disappear. You might ask me how I know that. And how well, I, I have been smoking a lot of weed in Denver with Chrissy Hodley. <laughs> <laughs> I got a text message from Chrissy Hodley in Denver. She told me the world, oh, the world will be is, totally yeah, different. The world will be totally different with five F's. <laughs> Can speak so confidently. I will tell you the secret. I was born in 2012. You may think I'm joking. It's 2022 now, 
And I'm obviously not 10 years old. But wait, even in 2028, you're still going to only be 16. <laughs> I don't get this, right? <laughs> no, yeah. I don't understand. I will now reveal my main secret. Well, I'm on the edge I'm of my seat. I have a pocket of pussy <laughs> and I have been stretching my cock 10 inches. If you want that, click below. <laughs> For the Y Brian 3000, the special sauce that you put on your cock before sex to make you long, strong, and hard for all the ladies. Side effects may include hair loss, blindness, teeth falling out, leprosy, <laughs> leprosy, <laughs> necrosis. <laughs> you may have spider webs coming out of your wrists. From current times, I am from the year 2040. I know it sounds like some sort of science fiction story. Nope, sounds completely legit, bro. Yeah, no, it sounds like somebody we hear every day. Sounds legit, bro. But it's absolutely true. A few centuries ago, a submarine or an airplane was just as fantastic. Would anyone believe that there could be an electric clock that could contain both a telephone and a player and a health tracker back in the 2000s? Yeah, I mean, but they it, were thinking this up. Yeah, I'm Remember, pretty sure. like the Jetsons yeah. and what was the other Star one? Star Trek. And, Star Trek. Yeah. And what was the other one with the, uh, the guy with the watch? Flintstones? Well, <laughs> they went back and time. Oh, he had a little bird that was, <laughs> that was chipping away at the time every time. Well, no, I mean, yeah, and there no. was Kit, you know. All of it. Dark, yeah. uh, Knight Rider. Knight Rider. All, like, this is not science fiction since the 40s. But what was it, like Man 3000 or something like that? Yeah, Why Brian 3000? <laughs> Now I guess that's on my brain. <laughs> so I know I agree with you. And uh, Dupont, one of the th- stories I looked up about time traveling is a, is a picture, a, a short movie of a lady walking out of the Dupont offices, wherever in Dupont in Tennessee or whatever, and she is holding what looks like a iPhone, and she's talking into it. And as she sees the camera, she puts it away. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a very fascinating video. But there, she was from the future. Well. She doesn't claim to be from the future. She she had something in her hand that looked like. Why would someone from the 30s or the 40s be holding something that looks like an iPhone? Well, she was trying to dodge the paparazzi. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I'm on yeah. the phone. I thought she had one of those like ear things, you know, you put in there. like the horn? What's it called? Calliope? Oh, yeah. Hearing horn? <laughs> huh? The future? What's that? <laughs> An iPhone, you say? <laughs> That's a bear leg that I sliced off last night and put it in my lunchbox for a snack. <laughs> uh, but the truth is, the lady told the lady's family said that she was working in a DuPont office where they were working on wireless devices mm-hmm. at the time, back yeah. in the 30s and 40s. So This has been in yeah, motion yeah, for a little while. Of course. The idea Only was always he- there. Yeah. And so while maybe you and I couldn't have thought about it, like we weren't on top of every single technological advancement that was going yeah, on. Yeah, and we were like, no, that was too give high. us our next yeah. thing. <laughs> no, you got the guy blow, bro? <laughs> you said what? What's A there? picture taking camera clock? <laughs> well, I don't need all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but your sister's hot. <laughs> no, I'm not interested in any of that. I'll tell you, my good old-fashioned telephone connected to my wire. That's what I need. Peter, it is just a simple smartwatch produced by almost all brands. 
What I'm saying is that the world can change drastically in just one day. Okay, so far you're not predicting anything. No. You're not telling us anything about the future. No. You're just telling us what we already know. Simply because of a new invention, such as the telephone, electricity, uranium usage, and so on. By the Let way, electricity is not an invention. It's been around since the beginning of time. <laughs> Let me get back to the story. Please, oh, please. do. Thanks, yeah, Carlos. Circle back. We appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> come on, come up to speed. I lived in Spain all my life. As I said, I was fishing, and later we had a small family factory in Valencia. I'm saying all this so that we understand that I'm an ordinary person like you. Oh yeah, my pan, my family owns a Valencia. factory in Valencia, Spain. Also, <laughs> I'm just like you. He's an ordinary it, fisherman. I wonder if traveling backwards through time made him talk so slow. Mm. From a simple <laughs> family, as I was saying, the world will soon change drastically, and it will start in 2028. When the cryptocurrency immediately became dominant over the dollar and the rest of the currencies we all know. I like oh. that he's giving us a tip. Yeah, he's giving us a tip. I'm going to get on that <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> it's a great time to get into cryptocurrency. <laughs> I got a hot tip for you, Chrissy. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> all the bros are doing it. <laughs> But do not rush to invest all your money into cryptocurrency. Chrissy, I take back that advice I had about <laughs> cryptocurrency. Hold on that. <laughs> I'll let Hold, you know. please. Yeah. I'm waiting for Carlos to give me the green light. <laughs> because the future crypto is not yet available on any online platform. It is only available at Carlos, <laughs> carloscrypto.com. <laughs> Yeah. Here I give my daily crypto tips <laughs> from the future. <laughs> daily crypto tips. From 2040. <laughs> Here's my crypto tip for today by Carlos Coin. <laughs> In 2040, it will be worth a billion zabby zabbies. <laughs> Which would be the dominant currency of the but time. But wait, don't rush to invest all your money yet. Yeah, hold on, don't invest all your money, just most of it. 75% to Carlos coin. 25% to food and beverages and such. 75% to Carlos coin, 10% to Screaming Eagle, and then 15% to other necessities. I don't want you to get crazy. Everything is more complicated than you think. In 2026, the United States will introduce a new payment system called Coin Salary. What is this Coin Salary? What, what is, is this Coin Salary? What, what are you this? making me a pizza? What is this Coin Salary? <laughs> this is not how you make a Coin Salary. <laughs> more salt and pepper. <laughs> What an original name, Carlos. Coin seller. Yeah. Let me explain a few words. I, I, I I'm going to need more I, than a few. Yeah, I have never believed... I never <laughs> believe that Carlos has ever explained anything in a few words. <laughs> I'm just going to share that information with you. Imagine for a second. 
You I shouldn't are... talk shit about Carlos because he could be in the future killing me. He <laughs> could. Just, just like that spider. Right yeah, that's right. <laughs> a salesperson working in a shop and your monthly salary is $6,000. Holy in- shit, you're getting paid $6,000 to work in a, a shop? shoe factory? Yeah, in a shoe sales as a shoe sales guy? I mean, those people do make money. We're in the wrong business. This is like, what those fake Gucci stores. <laughs> like That's where you $5, can really $5,900 more than we make on this show. Instead, you will receive crypto so you're coins. Not, so so not, what the, the, the factory person is saying is, I'm not going to pay you in dollars. I'm going to pay you a crypto <laughs> salary. Crypto salad or whatever You're going to make $6,000 a month. You're going to make... In crypto. S- in crypto salad. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a big investment in Carlos crypto. Carlos crypto and crypto salad. <laughs> Take it home and put it in the refrigerator because when it dies, you can't use it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat it. It's very expensive. X quantity crypto coins, which you can spend on whatever you want. You receive a specific amount of crypto coins for specific purposes. Isn't that the way that money for- exchanges work? Yeah. Well, what do you, I think I think I understand what he's saying. Goods and services, you receive a certain thing. No, what he's saying is you receive different money. For different things, so you get like crypto listen, salad is one thing. Yeah, crypto salad is one thing. You could get for shoes. You could get crypto car for your car. Okay, crypto house for your house. Right. So your your boss will pay you in multiple different ways. I don't think that the U.S. <laughs> government could ever do anything like this. No. no, I don't think I could ever do no. anything like this. Example: You will get eat coin to buy food. Eat coin. Who's <laughs> <laughs> making up the names in the future? <laughs> Who's, in the, who's doing the naming conventions in the future? Because I want to talk to them. Eat coin for eat, food. Eat coins for food. Dick coin for pussy. <laughs> Porn coin for yeah. paying your children's school. It's, uh, it's a little complicated, but <laughs> you can use it for either. Car coin to buy a car. <laughs> Travel coin to travel, etc. What is the point of that? Exactly. What is the point of that? Well, he's about to explain. Okay. Let me explain. (laughs) If you are a salesperson, for example, you can never buy an expensive sports car or spend your entire yearly income in Monaco's casinos. You have a certain amount of crypto coins for specific things. You can't buy clothes with eat coin. You need cloth coin to buy clothes. Uh, you need clothes coin to buy <laughs> clothes. Clothes coin. Clothes coin. Clothes coin. Clothes coin. Carlos, you're making less and less sense as this video goes on. Yeah. I Why mean, would I care whether or not the sales guy buys a big car? I, I, Why does it matter? <laughs> there are plenty of people who have sports cars they could never afford. Yeah. They're like car poor, you know, what I'm saying? Or house poor or whatever it is. Maybe that's the point. Like they can control your money. But I'm not really buying that in no. four years from now, this is all going down. I mean, we just had an insurrection. You think anybody's yeah. going <laughs> to allow this to happen? It. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have our shit together yeah. over here in the U.S. You're giving us way too much credit, Carlos. <laughs> Technocoin to buy a laptop or a smartphone, etc. You may think it is a new way of control and everything is very bad and apocalyptic. But in reality... In reality, it's not that bad. I like uh, <laughs> eating my eat coin for eating and my 
Bitcoin for vagina. What if you're at a restaurant and you buy some merch? Like you're at the Hard Rock Cafe. You are in tough spot. And then <laughs> you get some clothes. You have right. different coin. That's right. Then you have a restaurant merch coin, <laughs> which is very rare. It's hard to come by. But you want some merch at the restaurant, you buy restaurant merch coin. If you had Dave Matthews concert, you have Dave Matthews coin. Concert coin. Concert coin. That's right, Chrissy. More specific. Every band has their own coin. You will be very well paid for the work you do, and it would be impossible not lead a normal well, life. Well, we, maybe we, we'll have pot coin. Yeah. We'll be very well paid for the work we do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have TCB crypto. <laughs> yeah. Pod coin. I, I don't believe this, and there's one reason why I don't believe this. I don't see how we're getting to $6,000 a month in four years, Carlos. <laughs> I ran the math. It's not possible. <laughs> the crypto coins you receive. You can't just say that the government organizes your budget. Yeah, that's going to go over real well with anybody, Democrat <laughs> or Republican. <laughs> no, like, yeah, I was about to say with the, this group, but the truth is, is that no one's going to stand for this shit. No. I mean, I can see a few weird people being like, it's perfect, but no one wants this. So that a person with a small salary doesn't spend all the money on an expensive car and not be able to pay the rent later. That so you're telling me that basically they're gonna a classist system is coming in and it's going to divide us even further by class because now I cannot put on the shoes that the guy above me can buy, even if I want those shoes and I save up my own money for them. Mm -hmm. This sounds very communist and I, it's even a little much for me yeah yeah to exactly. be honest with you I well, don't, don't we kind of already have a little bit of that tiny bit with the ebt cards you know that like it's specifically gonna be used for food yeah but that's that's but that's giving people help that they need exactly. because they can't that's afford the food it sounds like he's saying yeah. like you can't <laughs> if you're poor you can't spend it on Actually, a car this, this doesn't sound like a bad idea i think my <laughs> wife has me on a similar program yes <laughs> <laughs> It's called Astrid Coin. It's called Astrid Coin. <laughs> and it's working real well. We'll hear more from Carlos next week. Uh, I can't get into the whole video today. It's a, it's a little long, and he speaks a little slow, to be honest with you. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> you may think I'm not like you, but my family own all of Alicante, Spain. I am ordinary man, just like you. In future, my family own all eat coin. You want to eat, you come to us. <laughs> Listen, I'm getting into crypto just in case. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Carlos has me convinced. Dibble dabble. Yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> I wonder if Carlos knows this Carlson guy. <laughs> I wonder if the two of them get together. <laughs> uh, I want to tell you another story about uh, the Count of Monte Cristo, I think it is. Okay. The Count of something or other. I'll tell you another story. That's when a book. we get. Yeah, no, no. There's a. I'll you tell you. Can you read me the book? Yeah, I'll read you the book right here on the commercial <laughs> break. We're really. <laughs> Scrape for the bottom yeah. of the barrel. We probably for have higher ratings. Ideas. <laughs> Next up, Brian will read the Couch of Monte Cristo. Next time on the commercial break. Well, maybe that's how we get through another 500 episodes of this. We'll get 200 of those episodes, can be the Count of Monte Cristo. Jesus Jones. Uh, okay, Chrissy and I really appreciate you tuning into the commercial break. If it's your first time here, welcome. If you're. Keeping up with every episode, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> uh, we appreciate it, yeah. too. We, we know in the future the commercial break is no longer around. 2028's <laughs> our cutoff date. 
<laughs> well, actually, we might be going to 2028 to pay off this roadcaster we bought in the first yes. day of our broadcasting. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> we love you. Thanks for tuning in. TCBpodcast.com. That's where you go to find out more information about Chrissy and I. You can take a look at the episodes, all the audio, all the video. You can contact us if you want to give us comments, questions, concerns, content ideas, most importantly. We're looking for stories about infidelity, and we've actually gotten a few already. Send your stories in about infidelity, and we're going to spend a week doing nothing but stories about infidelity. Oh, yeah, there's one really good story. One really good Ah. story. Well written by a really good writer, and she just nailed it. I loved it. I was laughing out loud. (laughs) So we'll get to that in the next couple of weeks at the commercial break on Instagram. But YouTube.com slash the commercial break is most important. Or now YouTube has handles. So go to at TCB podcast if you want to find all of our stuff. Just type it in the search engine. Okay, Chrissy. I think that's all I can do today. I think so, Brian. Best to you. Best to you. Oh, I love you. And I love you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, Bye. bye. 